Hey, and welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast. And as I said, everyone, these episodes are going to be a little bit more sporadic. They're not going to be on a scheduled program because I'm gearing up for this deployment and my time has been very limited. So I figured I'd get one out for you today. And um, hey, before we dive in, don't forget to support the show. You can click the link in the Go Wild app in my bio. You can get merch. Um, I actually just ordered a bunch of stickers, which is pretty cool. Um, But that's the best way you can support the show and sharing this podcast, most importantly. Um, But this episode, we're diving into Job chapter 12. And Job chapter 12 is a continuation of Job's dialogue with his three friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. In this chapter, Job's friends continue to criticize and accuse him of wrongdoing. They attempt to convince Job that it is his own fault that he has been suffering. And Job strongly disagrees and insists that he is innocent. He chastises his friends for their lack of understanding, for their lack of compassion. Job argues that instead of treating him like a sinner... They should be comforting him in his suffering. The chapter ends with Job continuing to plead his case and insisting he is innocent. So let's get right into the episode. Job replies, The Lord has done this. Then Job answered and said, No doubt you are the people and wisdom will die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know such thing as these? I am a laughingstock to my friends. I who called to God and he answered me, a just and blameless man, am a laughingstock. In the thought of one who is at ease, there is contempt for misfortune. It is ready for those whose feet slip. The tents of robbers are at peace, and those who provoke God are secure, who bring their God in their hand. But ask the beast, and they will teach you, the birds of the heavens, and they will tell you, or the bushes of the earth, and they will teach you, and the fish of the sea will declare to you, who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind. Does not the ear test words as the the plate tastes food? Wisdom is with the aged and understanding in length of days. With God are wisdom and might. He has counsel and understanding. If he tears down, none can rebuild. 
If he shuts a man in, none can open. If he withholds the waters, they dry up. If he sends them out, they overwhelm the land. With him are strength and sound wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leads counselors away stripped, and judges he makes fools. He looses the bonds of kings and binds the waistcloth of their hips. He leads priests away stripped and overthrows the mighty. He deprives of speech those who are trusted and takes away the discernment of the elders. He pours contempt on princes and loosens the belt of the strong. He uncovers the deeps out of the darkness and brings deep darkness to light. He makes nations great and he destroys them. He enlarges nations and he leads them away. He takes away understanding from the chiefs of the people of the earth and makes them wander in a trackless waste. They grope in the dark without light and he makes them stagger like a drunken man. And that concludes chapter 12. Now chapter 12 of Job is a powerful and poignant commentary on the nature of God's sovereignty and the suffering of humanity. In this chapter, Job is responding to the criticisms of his friends who argue that his suffering must be the result of some wrongdoing on his part. Job, however, maintains that he is blameless and insists that his suffering is unwarranted. Job's response is a powerful indictment of the simplistic view of God's justice that his friends have put forward. He acknowledges that God is indeed powerful and wise, but he also points out the, that the wicked often prosper while the righteous suffer. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Job's words call into question the very foundations of his friend's worldview and challenge their assumptions about the nature of God's justice. And ultimately, Job's words serve as a sobering reminder that suffering is an inherent part of the human condition and that God's ways are not always the easy to understand. Despite his own pain and suffering, Job refuses to let his faith be shaken and instead clings to the hope that God will one day make all things right. This chapter serves as a powerful reminder that even in the midst of our own suffering, we can find hope and comfort in the knowledge that God is sovereign and that his plans for us are good. Now that was my personal commentary that I wrote down, but I want to switch over to a little devotional from Packing House. And he says here, believing friends need to be supportive and caring during the storms of life. We need to lead our struggling friends to the Lord in prayer. 
without trying to solve all, all the theological questions involved. To say, I don't know why this or that tragedy is happening, is not a cop-out. It's even okay to say, I don't know anything better to tell you than God is good and he does not change. The reality is that we often don't understand God's plans, but we can continue to believe that the plans he has for our lives are good. There is a process going on in every believer's life. The Apostle Paul said it this way, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1.6 Once God begins a work in a person's life, he will not stop until that work reaches completion. The old hymn, God Moves in a Mysterious Way, has been a source of great comfort to many since William Cowper wrote it in the 18th century. Yet, uh, yet few people know that throughout his life, he struggled with long bouts of crippling depression. On more than one occasion, he tried to commit suicide, only to be miraculously restrained by the hand of God. Knowing this gives greater weight to the words of his song. God moves in a mysterious way, his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. Yea, fearful saints, fresh courage take. The clouds, yea, so much dread, are big with mercy and shall break. And blessings on your head. Thank you, Lord, for this day. And we give it back to you in Jesus' name. Amen.